the patient's implants are in, you have a temporary of some sort in their mouth, and now you want to do the final. Well, if the temporary wasn't very good, you can't use that as your starting point. So now you have to kind of start over with a new set of teeth that you want to try in. That's a process that we call a try-in process. So a lot of people who are doing full art, you don't get the scale of knowing what's not working and what's working. You have to do it for a long time to be able to get it at scale and figure out it's taking us this many times to do this restorative, where with you guys, you guys are doing it at scale because you're working with a lot of different dentists and you're like, hey, if you're doing this manually, here's what's going to happen. It costs you guys way more just from the interaction, the back and forth from the manual side of doing it, right? So now with technology that we have, you do the surgery quickly with our system. And then the next appointment is the follow-up appointment at the healing stage when you're done healing three to four months after. And at that stage, if everything was done with our system, all you got to do at that stage is scan the patient. Welcome back to another episode of the Full Arch Advantage podcast. I'm your host, Gary Bird. I'm the founder of SMC National, where we help you create, convert, and close more Full Arch cases so you can grow the way that you want. But if your patients are having to come back six to seven times to do the restorative work, you're not going to grow in the Full Arch space the way that you want because you're spending too much time on each case. Today, Armin's going to break down how to actually solve that. He's the CEO and founder of S3. And I promise you, this is some really good stuff. I learned a lot personally, and I think you will too. Stay tuned. All right, Armin, I'm really excited to have this conversation with you. And we were just offline talking about something really, really cool. Um, I know we have an event coming up in Hawaii soon, which I'm excited about. And then also, you started to talk about how you're seeing some big improvements in in the full arch space around growth, but it's not the way most people think about it. And so I would love for you to kind of walk through what you're seeing in helping people really grow when it comes to full arch and kind of break that down for, for me, someone simple like me, who, who, who so I can understand it. Um, I, w- I would love for you to break that down for our audience. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, when you think about full arch, it's a two-part process, right? You have the first part is your surgical portion, you want to make sure the implants are in the right place. You've got the treatment plan all done beforehand so you know what to expect and you're basically anticipating any kind of problems and you know what to do when it comes time to restoration. And then when it comes to the actual physical restoration of the case itself, um, a lot of people are still doing it old school way where they take a lot of old school impression records, impression copings, um, a lot of back and forth between the lab and and the and the practice, um, you're looking at anywhere between four, even up to like seven appointments going back and forth, making sure that what you're about to get for the final restoration is indeed what you want for your patient. The problem with that is cost and time. I mean, uh, a process that should, well, now it should it should be one to two appointments with digital dentistry. Um, we're looking at a lot of different revolution in the technology that's being used today. Um, for instance, uh, there's a lot of scanners out there that we can use, a lot of scan bodies. Um, so that comes into play a lot. But what, what, what a lot of doctors are missing out on is, okay, I've done the surgery. Surgery's great. I did it whether guided or whether it's robotics, whatever it is. Now what do you do restoratively? And that's where uh, a lot of the processes uh, we've done uh, lately um, have, have, have truncated that, that, that time frame from three, four, five, six, even seven appointments down to one or two. So why, why is it seven? Why is it so long? Why, to, let's start there. Why is it 
some people dealing with four or five, six, seven appointments for the restorative side of things. Yeah, yeah. So um, think about it this way. Uh, the, the patient's implants are in. You have a temporary of some sort in their mouth. And now you want to do the final. Well, if the temporary wasn't very good, you can't use that as your starting point. So now you have to kind of start over with a new set of teeth that you want to try in. That's, that's a process that we call a try-in process. Um, not only that, we have to make sure that the implants are captured in the records, old school impression, where it didn't move. And you could basically say to the lab, these are the exact implant positions in the mouth as they are in the impression. So just those two uh, key elements alone, verifying the implant position and setting up new teeth is at least one to three appointments in that process. So you have to bring the patient in. You got to bring, uh, you got to take impressions at that stage. You got to send it to the lab. The lab makes a master model. You got to verify that one more time, send it back to the Hey, I got a public service announcement for you real quick, and then we'll get back to the show. So the number one thing that people struggle with when they do full arch is that they can't sell the cases. No matter what the marketing does, no matter how good the dentist is, no matter how smooth your process is, everything is about sales inside of the office. And if you want to close more, you have to learn how to sell full arch. And it's very, very specialized, and it's different than anything else in the dental industry. I had the opportunity to go in and use Stacy's playbook with our clients, and our clients have doubled their full arch sales with this course, and it's been amazing. Now, Stacy sells 60 arches every single month all by herself, and she closes at 75%, which most people average around 20 to 30%. So she is double better, if not triple better, than almost everybody else in the dental industry, and here's the best part of it all. She recorded her whole process from end to end and broke it into four different modulars, and she's gonna give you her whole playbook, and for our clients, she's gonna give you $2,000 off. All you have to do is go visit fullartsalesacademy.com and put in the code 2K full arch. Again, that's 2K full arch and you'll get $2,000 off. Go check it out. I promise you it'll be worth it. And back to the show. And you have to do this after the implants are placed, right? You you can't really do it before because things change, right? right. Is that right? Right. Okay. That's right. So the problem with that is a lot of going back and forth. And then um, when you're doing it this way, you typically set the teeth that you want to try in typically in some sort of wax. Now wax can move. Um, (laughs) Wax often in the mouth. Um, and so you're going back and forth on that as well. Um, oh, the teeth isn't, you know, isn't quite the right shape it doesn't or feel right. uh, doesn't feel right. The bites not, not occluding correctly, whatever it may be. Um, and then you go, so is back that pretty common? Sure. Is that pretty common in like, this is just part of the, the problems that people face when they're dealing with full arch. Absolutely. And I've actually seen cases from other labs that, that have come to me and they're like, hey, this lab made this beautiful wax trying, but it melted in transit because I'm in Southern California and it's been hot. Uh, and they, they, they show up in the box in pieces, right? Um, and I've seen that happen. Um, and now what do you do? Well, you got to start over. Now you got to make another set of wax trions. Um, so a lot of possibilities of um, errors. There's a lot of possibility of mishaps because it's analog, it's physical, it's done by hand. Um, a lot of a lot of physical uh, verifications, um, and we don't have to do that anymore. Uh, there's a lot of digital pathways that we have to help doctors avoid those kinds of back and forth. Um, so, so what percentage? One more. What percentage of dentists do you feel that are taking longer? Yeah. 
that are doing full arch that are do, the restorative work is taking that four to seven rather than two to three. Yeah. Um, you're looking at, I would say the number is decreasing, thankfully, because okay. I think the technology is uh, more and more accessible, but there's still a handful of doctors that are still doing it. I, I'm sorry, not a handful. I would say, I would say probably about half are okay. still doing it. Um, the analog way. Mm-hmm. In fact, we're trying to deter that workflow on our uh, on our website. It actually costs more uh, to do that because there's a lot of back and forth. It costs us shipping. Mm. It costs a lot more labor for us. So you've measured this at more. scale. So a lot of people who are doing full arch are doing one here, two there. Even if you're doing two or three a month, you, you don't get the scale of knowing what's not working and what's working. You have to do it for a long time to be able to get it at scale and figure out Oh, mm-hmm. math, the mm-hmm. math doesn't lie. It's taking us this many times to do this, this restorative where with you guys, you guys are doing it at scale. Cause you're working with a lot of different dentists and you're like, right. Hey, if you're doing this manually, here's, here's what's going to happen. We're going to have to, it's got, it costs you guys way more just from the interaction, the back and forth from the manual side right. of doing it. Right. That's right. Yeah. And, and there's something about, um, the more human hand, touching a product, the more errors you're going to get. Yeah. That's just the reality of, of the way things are in this world. Um, you know, we're just imperfect beings. We're just going to keep touching it until we feel like it's right. But at the end of the day, it may not be right. Um, so there's, there's a way to do it, uh, where, where we streamline that now, now after that trying is done, right? So the trying is done, the patient loves it. Doctor loves it. That gets sent back to the lab. And now we copy that for the final restoration, the final fabrication. So that's typically zirconia, uh, nanoceramic, or whatever it may be, and then we send that back. So that's another back and forth, okay? Now that's a completely analog way, old school way to do it. There's different parts of that process that has improved, such as 3D printing, where instead of using a trine, using wax teeth, or a wax trine with with denture teeth, uh, we can now 3D print the trine as a, as a one piece unit that you can just screw down. Um, that has sped up the process and it's more solid. So there's no worry about it softening up in the mouth, um, accidentally, you know, changing the bite, whatever it may be, um, that, that has helped, but it's not quite there. So, uh, we took that a step further and a lot of labs are doing this today. So it's not just us, but, um, paired with our surgical technique and this, we've really streamlined the process to where it's really affordable. And it's really uh, uh, quickly done from start to finish. So you're not going back and forth. Can you imagine if you're this patient, you've been waiting for, you know, the, the surgery part of it, you're looking at at least about a month to get the records and get in the books of the patient um, in, the, in the practice to be done. So that's about a month wait time to just do the surgery by the doctor, right? And then you have to wait three to four months for healing. <laughs> yeah. And now you add... Uh, four to seven appointments again to get your final teeth that you can actually chew on. That's a whole, like at least a year long process for them. What if we truncate that? It's a lot different than when people say teeth in a day. (laughs) Yep, exactly. You have teeth in a day temporarily, but then you still need to have the final. Yeah. So, um, so that's harder to market. That's a harder thing to market, you know, teeth in a day temporarily until we to get the real teeth in, which is a year. That's so much harder to market than teeth in a day. That's right. So now with technology that we have, imagine this, you do the surgery quickly with our system. And then the next appointment is um, the follow-up appointment, 
usually, you know, you do like a two week appointment, just make sure everything's good. And then another appointment at the healing stage, when you're done healing three to four months after. And at that stage, if everything was, was done with our system and the temporary looks great, um, all you got to do at that stage is scan the patient. No physical records are being taken. You send that digitally through our website and then we fabricate the final. You'll get it back in 10 days and you're done. Um, I got a text this morning actually um, asking about that exact same workflow. Hey, surgery went great. Temporary looks beautiful. Patient already loves it. I love it. What's next? Mm. And I said, you need this, this, and this to scan the patient and then uh, send the order in and we'll make the, the final for you. Good to go. That's awesome. So, yeah. um, this is, and this is my favorite part when I get to talk to you because I get very few people in this space tell the truth. And I don't mean that people <laughs> lie, right? Like people, I'm not saying that people are necessarily lying. There are some liars out there, but I'm, I, that's not <laughs> as a whole what I'm talking about. I'm talking about when I ask hard questions, sometimes people don't say the, the hard, the, the hard truth. Right. And I love talking truth. to you because you're like, okay, let me break it down for you. And I love that because number one, I think that's why people trust you and use you. But then number two, it helps people learn and it helps people go, Oh, this is actually what it is. So here's my question for you. What, what's the pushback that you're hearing from doctors around this? Like when you are presenting this to doctors that are still doing the restorative, uh, uh, side of things manually, um, what are they, what, what are you, what are the, their pushback of like, no, I don't want to do that. Like, what's their pushback? What's their perspective on this? The only legitimate one that I think is, um, mm -hmm. is a reason for me to be like, okay, I won't ask you anymore because that's the way you want to do it. The only one that I would, I would only trust is when a restoring dentist or a prosthodontist says, you know, I like to do things like with my own hands because I can craft the way it looks and all that kind of stuff. Great. I can't beat that because you do you, you like to restore the way you like to restore. And that's completely fine. And we can work with that. No problem. Um, the, the illegitimate reasons, the ones that I think are kind of silly is, is typically because they're not used to the workflow. Honestly, they'll, they'll push back on it and they say, you know what, that's not what I've been doing. This is the way I'm comfortable doing it. It's really no reason, not a good reason for you to stay put because you didn't improve yourself. Is that, the main, is that the main pushback you hear? Is this that, or is there other pushbacks that you hear? The learning curve is a big pushback. Um, and it's really, it, it's not even that hard of a learning curve. It's just new. Uh, people just don't like change in general. Like, or, you know, like anybody, um, no matter how old you are, yeah. young to old. Well, um, the longer you've been doing things, the longer you've been doing things a certain way, the more you want to keep doing them, right? Because it's, just, right. it's easier. Yep. But so what yep. is the learning curve? Like if I'm a doctor who's really skilled at what I'm doing and you're like, hey, Gary, this is going to actually speed things up a lot and save you a lot of money, make you more profitable without charging your patient more money. What, what? Like, what is the learning curve to, to get that? Honestly, one case, wow. one case, I'll teach you how to do it. Um, it's super easy. Like it's taking records using a, a, a wand that you just wave around the patient's mouth to capture the sites that, that you need to capture. Um, you do it a couple of times with the same patient, uh, upper, lower, whatever. And the protocol that we, that we have you, you know, uh, follow for our, our, uh, sequence and that's it. That's all you got to do. Um, very easy. It's very, very easy. It's just scary to, to trust technology sometimes because, um, the verification process is different. 
when you have a verification process of where the lab sends you a physical verification jig, that's what we call it in the lab, a verification jig. Basically, it's a, it's a piece that you can screw on to what you have already captured mm-hmm. just to see that it seats. That's all it is. To have that physically is a huge barrier to a lot of people that, that, that can't trust digital way of doing it. Hmm. Um, but if you can trust it and if you do trust it, there's a lot of benefits in it. Um, and then honestly, like it's, it's been so good for us because we can turn these around really quickly and a lot more people are happier because they're not having a, Oh my gosh, yeah, the sure verification they're... jig didn't yeah. fit. Yep. We got to do another one. And then back and forth, back and forth. It's just like insane. But now we're like, Hey, it fits. Everything looks good. Screw it down. We're good to go. So if someone out here, so some, someone's listening to this right now and they're either not doing a ton of full arch cases, so they don't no yet right or mm-hmm. they are doing some full arch cases and they're like i'm i'm get to the restorative and i'm doing multiple back and forth and back and forth and bring the patient back and i know it's not the best patient experience what would be your challenge to them like how do i move forward from from where i'm at to where you are recommending people be yeah i think um for people who don't do a lot of full arches, it's scary to explore and look at different systems out there that does what I'm talking about, um, scanning the patient so you don't have to do records and all that kind of stuff. There are systems out there designed specifically for that process, and it's a lot of money. You're looking at like a $40,000 price tag on some of these things when you're maybe only doing one arch every other month, right? That's not worth it for you. I get it. However, I am of the opinion that there are a lot of different methods and a lot of different techniques that you could do that can save you a lot of money. And one of them being that a technology should be multi-purpose. Okay. So if you have an intraoral scanner that you've obtained in the last, I would say, two to three years, maybe even five years, that's really your starting point of getting started doing this digitally completely through. You don't need to buy like a massive system just for one thing. You can take an intraoral scanner that takes your impressions. You can use our technique and it's proven and it works and it does a really good job. Um, so that's a scary part is like, you know, you do research, you're looking around and there are lots of great systems out there, but they only do one thing. They yeah. only do one specific task. Yeah. And that costs a tremendous amount of money that you don't want to spend because you only do one or two of these. It's like buying a Rolls Royce because you get a free umbrella in the, in the door, right? It's like, eh, that's probably that's not the right. best reason to get a Rolls Royce. Right. And then what they do is they, they shy away from that and they're like, well, you know what? I'll just keep doing what I've been doing. Mm. But um, that's not good enough for me, man. Like, <laughs> I, I just feel like, I just feel like, you know, there's other ways to do things that you don't need to spend a lot of money on. Yeah. And um, I'm not a car salesman. Like I'll tell you how it if it yeah, works. You, it works you, always, it you always shoot straight. Oh, yeah. uh, you've we, I've had you. Yeah. This is I think our third or fourth time talking on live on camera. But we've also talked offline. And you've always yeah. shot straight with me. Like I'm like why why wouldn't people use your product? And you're like if people are doing this, then it doesn't make sense for them to use my product. And I I appreciate that so much because there's not a lot of people like that in the space. So that is huge. Now most importantly, yeah. if someone says okay. I want to give this a shot. I want to, I want to talk to you. What's the best way to get in touch with you? Yeah. S3smiles.com is our website. We have a wealth of uh, information on there that you guys can cruise through. Um, of course, you can also contact us directly, email, 
uh, text us, call us, do whatever you need to do, whatever's easiest for you. All our contact information is on the website. Check out our Instagram as well, s3.smiles. Um, lots of case studies, events, promos, all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm here to be a resource to you. We're not a big, we're not a big company by any means. Whether or not you end up using us, um, ask me questions. I, I'd love to answer and teach. So, awesome. This has been a really good one. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, for sure.